From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. Well, those of us who travel along Interstate 17 between the Phoenix area and northern Arizona, whether it's to get to Flagstaff, I like to do it, or to make that connection with I-40 and points beyond, uh, we've known for years that there's been a growing need for traffic capacity improvements, especially in the area between North Phoenix and the Sunset Point Rest Area. This is Doug Ninsel, your host uh, for On the Road with ADOT, and today we're pleased to be talking to Laura Douglas, and Laura is ADOT's spokesperson person for the massive ongoing Interstate 17 improvement project uh, between Anthem Way and Sunset Point. And Laura, thanks, first of all, for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is a great opportunity to talk about it. You bet. And and to start, I used the word massive just a little while ago to describe this project. Why don't you give us the description of what's being accomplished along I-17 north of the Phoenix area? Sure. And anyone who's traveled along that area has certainly seen the construction and the progress. It is a 23-mile project corridor that starts at Anthem Way all the way to Sunset Point. Um, From Anthem Way to Black Canyon City, we are widening that highway from two lanes to three lanes in each direction. So we're adding one general purpose lane. And then from Black Canyon City to Sunset Point, we will be installing something known as flex lanes or reversible lanes. And those two lanes, those two flex lanes will go in along the existing, next to the existing southbound lanes. So it will be an area that uh, will have four lanes uh, along the southbound lane area. Um, But those flex lanes, the beauty of those are that they can operate in either direction depending on the greatest needs. So say uh, for northbound travelers on a holiday weekend, who are trying to get up to the high country. Those flex lanes will be open going north. Same goes for everybody who is coming home on a Sunday afternoon. Those flex lanes will be open heading south. You know, and I kind of like when we talk about the flex lanes in that area, as you take a look at that, it's it's like doubling the capacity in terms of traffic because, say, northbound, you've got the regular two lanes, but when northbound traffic is using the flex lanes, that's doubled to four lanes. Absolutely, yes. And uh, that's really the purpose of these flex lanes is to add those lanes to be flexible because we all see that highly traveled uh, corridor and a lot of uh, congestion happens in that area when you're heading north. And so the idea with the flex lanes is to add capacity, reduce congestion, and to increase safety, all those three factors in that one area. So uh, this is something new for areas. Arizona's highway system, and uh, it will be a highly technical corridor, uh, something that will be monitored by our traffic operations center. Uh, But yes, eight miles that will be able to move that traffic. And one uh, point that I should mention is that the flex lanes will be open 24-7. It's not just on holiday weekends or on the weekends. They will be open 24-7 depending on the greatest need. Yeah, and before we go away and talk about other parts of the project uh, with the flex lanes, I know work has gone into the design of uh, what would be uh, gate systems on either end of the eight miles of flex lanes because obviously you don't want uh, traffic 
that shouldn't be going in that uh, opposite direction in there. So a lot of work's gone into that part of things. Yes. So while this is the first type of system like this in Arizona, uh, those with the project team looked to a lot of similar systems like this throughout the country. There are several states that have uh, similar systems in place. And so um, not only is it a highly uh, technological area with the eight miles of flex lanes, but as you mentioned, it's a it's got to have all those safety features and operations. So for example, um, the swing gates, as you already alluded to, a series of swing gates will allow drivers to enter the flex lanes, either northbound or southbound, depending on which direction is open at a given time. And drivers will know which direction is open based on uh, the overhead dynamic message signs uh, that will guide them in to those flex lanes. Um, so there's, a, again, a number of safety features and systems that will be in place. And once those flex lanes are constructed and everything is installed, there will be uh, a lot of testing that goes into that before they are open to the general public. And now we're into year number two of the work taking place on this project. So I, I just think it's um, remarkable to see the work that's taken place even between Anthem Way and Black Canyon City in terms of the earthwork that's necessary in, to create the room for the third lanes in each direction. Yes, uh, 2023 has been largely dedicated to controlled rock blasting, earthwork, and excavation. And you've probably seen the progress if you've driven along that corridor. It's a very different looking area. The mountainsides are scaled back. Um, and all of that uh, de- that rock and debris that is blasted off the mountainsides, maybe you've driven as far as Sunset Point where you've seen the huge pile of rocks that are there Uh, in order to be crushed. Uh, And then they use all of that material. It all goes back into the project, which is really fascinating. Um, It is used in a number of different ways, particularly as aggregate base, as we uh, start paving those new lanes, which we've seen already in the Anthem to Table Mesa area. Um, But again, all of that rock is used to go back into the project. So it's we're really taking what we use and making it uh, accessible for uh, other needs for that project. Yeah, and again, if you're driving the corridor, I-17, it's just remarkable to see uh, how they're going to accomplish all this to see the clearing that has taken place in order to, again, as I mentioned, have the room for for the the new lanes that will be going in. But can you talk to us about what we're really asking drivers to do in terms of within the corridor from a safety standpoint. Yes, we really want drivers to stay safe as they travel through. This is a full-on construction zone. There is something happening along every single mile along that 23-mile project corridor. So it is imperative that drivers stay safe and they slow down. The speed limit is now 65 miles per hour from Anthem Way to Sunset Point. And, uh, 
uh, ADOT has partnered with DPS to make sure that uh, they are enforcing that area as well. But it's it's a construction zone. So there's a lot of activity. There's a flurry of activity going on. So it's important for people to not only slow down, but to pay attention. Don't be looking at your cell phones. Uh, don't be focusing on, you know, anything else that's going on around you because, you know, there's a lot of workers and construction trucks in the area. And we want people to stay safe, not only the drivers and their passengers, but obviously our work crews too. Uh, this is a, a corridor that, you know, can be tricky in terms of doing the work along a very, you know, people you know, go along at high speed. So, you know, the workers, we want them to stay safe. And that's why it's so important for everybody to slow down and pay attention. That, that message certainly holds true as we are in a winter travel season. Folks are going to be looking to go to the high country. So again, maybe you haven't driven the corridor, but it's important for folks to note uh, the highway is going to be open, but you need to be careful and you need to expect the fact that it is a work zone. Yes. So it is a construction zone, uh, really 24-7. But while drivers are thinking about in the next couple of months heading up north to see that first glimpse of snow and to play in the snow, um, we want people to know that they can get there. I-17 is open for travelers. It's open for business, basically. So if you are heading out on a during the day, on a weekend, or during the holiday time, holiday weekends especially, um, I-17 is open. The bulk of our closures or restrictions, uh, that is done in the weeknight overnight hours. So that was the whole goal of this project, knowing that this is a highly traveled corridor and people need to get to where they're going. Uh, The project team dedicated those restrictions and closures to the weeknight overnight hours, uh, generally from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. so that uh, we can keep I-17 freely flowing. Yeah, and I think uh, the, the message to folks would be stay up to date uh, on what's going on. You probably have some information on how people can stay up to date on the project. Yes. Uh, our website is improving i17.com. I would encourage everybody to go there, not only, as you mentioned, to stay up to date in terms of traffic alerts, because we get those posted regularly every Friday, so people will know what might be uh, restricted or closed on a given day during the days, uh, or during the weeknights, um, I should say, Um, but also just to check out the progress on the project. We've got uh, all kinds of great visuals, photos, and videos, and graphics and information so that people are really uh, aware of what's going on. And what we found is that people are engaged in this project. They want to know what's going on because it's a project that they've wanted for a long time. And uh, we are doing that project and we're hoping to get that wrapped up by 2025 and, and everything is open and ready for the public. Yeah, it's a great goal to be finished within the year 2025 that uh, that's remarkable in terms of uh, a project of this size so yeah just to touch upon it one, maybe one more time a little bit more detail cuz people are interested in the rock blasting they hear about that type of thing what does that activity involve 
So that is something uh, that has been done for a good portion of 2023. Um, it involves uh, a lot of um, technical work uh, to prepare for the rock blast. So um, a team, a, a specially trained team sets uh, drills and sets those charges uh, during the day. They make sure that it is a safe area. There are very, very few people allowed in that area once the blast occurs. Um, in order to maintain safety, both uh, directions of I-17 are closed. Um, and because, as I mentioned earlier, it's we have uh, a very limited amount of time to do this work simply because we have to keep the highway open. So generally speaking, when our blasts have occurred, they've occurred from uh, the overnight hours from 10 to 11 p.m., and that is a very short window to uh, make sure that those blasts go off, uh, the debris is cleared from the roadway, and we get traffic moving again. And what we found, it was, it's been very successful. We've done it uh, more than 40 blasts, and we can get traffic moving. There's, a, there's generally speaking, um, a pretty short queue of traffic uh, as they stop in order to make sure that everybody's safe, they can do the blast and get people going again. Nice to know. We'll... Um Obviously, stay up to date, Laura, on the uh, project. So thank you so much for joining us. Of course. I appreciate it. You bet. And thank you, our listeners, for also joining us for this overview of those improvements taking place along I-17 north of the Phoenix area. As always, we ask that you focus on safety and staying alert when you're behind the wheel. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.